Hi, this is James Clary from the Clarification Podcast. We really appreciate you sharing and watching our videos. If you feel so inclined, we could really use your help. You know, we spend hours and sometimes days researching these topics. And as much as we love it, we could really use your support. If you're on Spotify, go to our channel and there's a link where you can donate. Or if you're inclined, go to our website, which is clarification, that's C-L-A-R-Y-fication.com, and there's a one-time donation button for PayPal. We really appreciate your support. Hey, everybody, it's the Clarification Podcast. I'm James Clare, your host, along with my friend Russell West. How's it going? And the beautiful Stella is joining us today. Hi, Stella. I think we piqued your interest. We're doing things a little bit different. Yeah, we saw some crazy stuff on the internet, and I say it's crazy. It's just interesting. It's the whole flat Earth theory, yeah, which I mean, we said we weren't going to dive uh, well, into. Well, you know, there's a certain sect of people that it's die. crazy. Like my hair is today. What yeah, the heck is, is going that. on? That's going to stop you the first episode. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that crazy Clary head. But uh, yeah, and Stella was just asking us before the show. You know, if the how does this you know, she was asking about how the sun turns at night today yeah if the flat if the earth was flat what makes night and day right right and so it kind of got us on a little tangent and then we kind of had our little back and forth about it and it because yeah, there's a couple things that sure, i do yeah. find interesting uh, yeah there's several things that it's like okay that's a little weird but is it a is, is it, it a, a proof that the right earth is flat? or is it just an argument yeah or you know a hoax even and so we decided it would be a great episode to maybe sort that out. Absolutely. And just talk about some of the bullet points of what Flat Earthers try and prove, use as proof. Right. And then we're just going to discuss them and, and kind of come to a conclusion. So for, I would say for most of history, at least early history, it was assumed that the Earth was a plane, that it was yeah, flat. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it's it's a very small sliver of time that people consider the Earth could be a globe. Right. And, uh, you know, one of the, I think we've got some pictures. See if you can mm-hmm. find the one about, yeah, that second one from the top. Yeah, right this there. The this level. was, yeah, because I think this, if you're, if you're sailing, if you're Columbus, or not, I should go earlier, you're a Phoenician sailing across the Mediterranean, the sea looks level. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look curved. Sure. You know, so, I mean, the assumption that uh, the earth is flat makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until uh, who Galileo that discovered, you know, the the different planets. And so now, I mean, the the modern scientific theory says the earth. Well, first, now this this is kind of interesting because it has changed. We were told when we were younger, when I was brought up, we were taught that the Earth is a perfect sphere. Yeah. It's a perfect ball. And if you look at the pictures of Earth that we have, and I think I've got uh, one of those, yeah, that one there. Let's pull that up. So... You can see there's 1975. That's a picture of Earth. There's, what, 2007, 1997. They do look different. Now, the explanation is these are not actual pictures, right? As, so, But that's the theory. That's the, the theory is that these are all different mocked-up versions of what 
or it should be. Well, I mean, NASA will tell you these are not real pictures. They're animations. And they're, did you know that? I mean, I, I think a lot of people assume these are real photographs. Yeah. They're right. not. Right. We have talked about that a little bit. Which is kind of strange. Well, yeah, and I, I guess it's because we've, well, we've only been out of Earth's orbit a handful of times, far enough to take a picture of the entire globe. Like mm -hmm. you said, the space station is still with the, its low Earth orbit, so it's still, you know, you're not, when you're looking at it, it still takes up all your whole window, so to speak. Yes, exactly. And so what they do is they project uh, from the little snapshots they get, you know, when, when the space station's going over Earth and as it's moving... Uh, they project and just pull that up again because I think to me so we were told and because I got sidetracked we were told the earth was a perfect sphere which in those pictures it looks like a perfect sphere now Neil deGrasse Tyson has told us no it's an oblique spheroid it's more pear-shaped in that it bulges at the equator so I'm just trying to I don't know here's what it doesn't I'm not, I'm going to state this unequivocally, I'm not a flat earther. I do have questions about NASA. We went into the Apollo Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's probably where all of this stemmed from. It's like, if Apollo is real, that means we've never left Earth's orbit, which means I mean, how the Apollo hell do we... Apollo is fake. Yeah, well, yeah, but if they right. never left Earth's orbit... You said if Apollo was real. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if Apollo was faked or left Earth's orbit, then we would never be able to look back and see that the Earth... Was, I mean, and even then, you know, there's a good idea that unless you can see it spinning, you can't, it's still in a way two dimensional. Pull right? up, pull up, uh, do a search for Earth rising picture. Yes, and no, and I agree with you. Um, this, this to me is, is interesting because it has to do with Apollo. So take not, yeah, you could look at that one, but there's one down below that gives you a bigger panorama um keep going down one of those to the right there i'm trying to figure out if that's the one taken from apollo it doesn't look see that one on the right that you were just on the big that's to me pull that up for a second that's what it should look like if you were on the moon taking a picture of earth the Earth should look six times bigger than the moon does to us from Earth. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's that much bigger. That is an obvious illustration. So go back to what they claim. NASA claims is a real picture. So this is the one shot of all the time. How many missions? Six missions to yeah. the moon? This is the one shot they claim the Apollo astronauts took. So, I, I mean, I have now, questions about I would that. argue with that because you can clearly see the sphere here. You can see the curvature of the moon when this was taken. Okay, do you really think a guy that, I'm that saying horizon, that if I saw you a think moon even when you're big, standing on the moon that you can see the curvature? Yeah, if I saw a moon, there's no way. If I saw, a, but it's it's six times smaller than Earth, Still. and all you have is black and white. I think I think that's ludicrous. I to think, think you could see the curvature of the moon when you're on. I mean, look at other pictures on the moon. You don't see the curvature in any other picture. 
Because it's not the, this is taken from the command center. They're not on the moon in this picture. Oh, this yeah, is taken from oh, Michael Collins oh, I see. and the lunar okay. module. I gotcha. I got so I yeah, got you. you can see the curvature of the I Earth. Now, as far as the size is considered, I mean that if I saw that in the sky, I would think we're about to get hit by an asteroid. I think it's all about perspective. Mm -hmm. So you think there's a real picture from the moon? I think so. I think lunar so. Orbit. And I and I you know, I think that we would want to believe that six times bigger is is massive. But if I, you know, so what was really, that? What was that illustration trying to show? What it would, what people think, six times bigger the moon would be if you're sitting on it or standing on it. But I mean, an, art, the, an artist can easily use perspective and measurement to show what six times bigger would look like. Sure, but it's I think not, that was a uh, dramatization of it. I mean, it's clearly fake. I mean, it, right? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I think it was just a bit of a dramatization. See, to me, this is clearly fake. But you know, <laughs> right? But it, it proves your thing. Look, it's. I mean, I know that we have the ellipse, but that's clearly not a sphere. It's very oblong. Look at that. Yeah, it does look kind of weird, doesn't it? It doesn't look like a perfect. No. Now that right there, what is the deal? That looks like a more of a it perfect looks like an sphere. Egg. Now, to me, well, it does look a little on the right now, side. Okay, well, now I'm wondering if it's not our TV. Mm. <laughs> I think the TV might be Could squatted. Be. Could be. I think it might be squatted because if we look at, up at the other one, the monitor from, from the Can live Can you feed. make out like continents and stuff on that picture? Mm, no, not really, but it's because of the overcast. I mean, we can mm -hmm. try. Kind of looks like Australia there on the bottom right. I mean, it's clearly some land. Doesn't that um, look like Australia? It could be South America too. Hard <laughs> well, to tell. It's, it's funny now. Look, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's that's so egg shaped. Yeah. Um. But no, you can see storm systems, I guess. And it's. It almost looks like you can see the sun's reflection. Like, did you see up at the? Oh, like right top? here. Yeah. Yeah, right Maybe. there where your cursor is. Unless that's like the North Pole or something, and it's just off on. Yeah, it could be off of ice or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Um, but no, I don't think that, that necessarily, because the Earth rise was not taken from the moon. It was taken by, by Michael Collins from the well, command module. Okay, well then let me ask you this: We have over, I and I'm guessing, I know there's at least five hundred. It may be as many as five thousand, but I think it's somewhere in the five hundred to a thousand range of high quality images taken on the moon. You've got one right behind you. I know mm -hmm. the yeah. camera can't see it. Why didn't they just take their camera and take snap pictures of the Earth? I mean, you know to me, funny? one of the most interesting... Does it look like it has a little bit of a curve to you? Yeah, which is kind of weird. But then again, it's six times smaller, so who's no, to he, say what you can and can't see? Well, that stuff is... Eat, Russell, that stuff can easily be proven with mathematical form. Sure. It's yeah, not yeah, a who's yeah, yeah. to say thing well, at all. Well, It's yeah, hard but, science. It's like the curvature issue. But the there's a mathematical formula that shows. Sure, well, it can tell well, you in numbers that it's going to work or it's not going to work. But until you see with your eyes, it's like that. Well, thing let's we pull were up some Apollo pictures from the moon. Let's see if we see the horizon curving. Um, I think it'd be interesting to know because I mean, you and I disagree on this, and I think that's great. I like it that we disagree. I think the Apollo missions were faked, and I've laid out my reasons yeah, these are why. Earthrise, Earthrise. So this is the this is the actual That's the photo image you I have, have right behind, behind my, you. And so and, and so it does look like you can see the curvature. You can kind of list. Uh, I mean, course, all, it could be landscape too. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. It could be you're on a side of a 
yeah, a hill. It, I mean, it may be a little off. I really don't think the Earth is so, or the Moon is so small that you can see the curvature. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah six yeah. times smaller. That's still massive. You know. So we got a we got a note here. Oh, we have a note uh, from yeah, Stella, Stella. Stella. Stella has a question. <laughs> She's hiding. She's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she says. So you are saying the Moon is bigger than the Earth, but what about the Sun? No, we're saying that the Earth is six times bigger than the Moon, and the Sun is, I don't know, 300 bigger. times it's bigger. Than that. It's... It is kind of interesting. Haven't you always found the fact that the, Aren't we bu- the Sun, or excuse me, the Moon and the Earth in perspective are exactly the same size? No, and that's interesting. I was actually just watching something on the, on the other day. Uh, it's how perfect the odds of us being able to witness a solar eclipse the way that we do is almost mathematically impossible. Oh, right. Because they are the same size because of the distance right. from here to the moon, the right. size, the distance of the sun, and the yeah. size. You need to read the book, and Who they say, Made the Moon? Right. Well, but it, this... I mean, even scientists agree that it's, it's, it's not very likely. Many scientists will agree it is possible. Not just like, oh, realm. they say that the moon could be an, an artificial satellite. So any, go ahead, Possible. I interrupted. Uh, no, that's fine. Um, but they're saying that as the moon, uh, as science as we know it, I guess we'll, we'll leave it at that, the moon is gradually getting further away from Earth's orbit. And so here in 1,000 or 2,000 or 10,000 years, uh, we won't be able to witness a solar eclipse the way that we do now because there will be too much. It, it won't. The, the it'll be too far away, and the moon won't be big enough to actually block out the sun in this super uh, unique way. Because right now, you know, we had one come through not too long ago. I went and I saw it, and it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced yeah. in my life. It was. It's perfect. It's the, shad- the perfect size. Yeah, of and the, the, earth. the shadows. The birds stop chirping. The shadows make this weird multi-dimensional angle. Right. Right. And you're like, where am I? What am I the? even on Earth right now? It was such a weird experience. Now, why would the moon... Let me ask you this. Why would the moon move away from Earth? I wouldn't think it's getting Earth, slung out of gravity, Earth, slinging it out. Nah, but gravity pulls. It doesn't push. Over time, but we lose... Uh, I mean, again, I'm not a physicist. No, so I, I understand. I'm, it was I, my understanding that it's getting... You know, it's centrifugal force. As it goes around, it's getting slung further and further out. We've got another question. Another question from the audience. <laughs> Which the moon is fake? What if the moon was fake? Well, that dives into a whole other conversation about maybe simulation. Uh, well, if the, if the moon wasn't here, Stella, I'll tell you this. You would not be here. I would not be here. Nothing, no life can exist on Earth without the moon. So the theory is, this is what some people believe that ancient, ancient, probably alien, I don't know, some ancient civilization placed the moon, and they made it this perfect size to where it would cause the tides, the tidal waves on the, uh, in the oceans, and that would, it, would cre- and it would also be a magnet for meteorites and other things to protect the Earth. There's a whole lot of more reasons, but every scientist agrees without the moon, there'd be no life on Earth. So the idea is that it was placed there and that the Earth existed before. Now, th- this is what's interesting because science should be able to tell us 
where the moon came from. We have moon rocks, right? Yeah. Apollo, they went and collected thousands of moon. Well, if you look into that, the moon rocks did not, or the, the moon did not come from Earth. Yeah, wasn't it a totally separate uh, element? Geologically, they've or proven way that... older or something? That, that it did not come from Earth. So where did it come from? So there's some theories that say there was another planet. You've heard about the, what is that mystery planet called? Uh, I can't remember, but it's a theory that there was a collision. Some people think it was a collision with Mars, and it knocked off a big chunk. And like you said, what are the odds of that? Astronomically, so it knocks off this big chunk of molten rock and all this stuff, and... Mm -hmm. And it spins, and the Earth grabs it, and it puts it in this perfect orbit, and it turns out to be the exact size. I mean, it's so... Right. And, 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 and this is interesting, too. Remember that thing we were looking at with the sound where it takes water? Yeah. puts it in those... They yes. make perfect spheres. Citronics or something Whatever like that. Whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. you use the sound vibrations, and you could levitate things. I, I think it was in that remote viewing episode. Yeah, right. But wasn't that interesting that it took water and made it into these perfect spherical orbs? Yeah. Maybe if there was some kind of, and this is out there again, uh, some kind of vibration in the universe that creates these spheres. Well, let's let's look into this. So this is Britannica, Encyclopedia Britannica, the largest one. So, oh my gosh, ads just kill me. Yeah, I was fighting them all morning. Oh, Lord, I'm telling you, it is so hard to get information on the Internet. <laughs> but they, I, the theories, they, there's not a, let me find a, a better site, there's not a constant theory of how the moon was created. So here's NASA. Constant. Here's NASA. Where did the moon come from? Okay. The moon shows it does not have a substantial iron core like Earth. Moon rocks contain... Few volatile substances like water, which implies extra baking of the lunar surface relative to the Earth. The relative abundance of oxygen isotopes on Earth and on the Moon are identical, which suggests the Earth and the Moon are formed at the same distance of the sun. So here's various theories. Fission theory proposes the Moon was once part of the Earth and somehow separated from the Earth. Does that mean like the sun has those solar flare kind of thing? Maybe it. Is that what the fission means? No, it was pro- would prob- uh, probably a meteorite, which we know. Oh, we've so been that's struck, what they mean knocked by off a big chunk oh, of so it. the standard theory, essentially, yeah. yeah. Capture theory. This theory pros- proposes the moon was formed somewhere else and later captured by the gravitational field of Earth. The moon's different chemical compositions could be explained if it were formed elsewhere. So that's saying that, according to NASA... The, moon, the Earth theory doesn't hold water because it has different chemical compositions. And the last one is condensation. This theory proposes the moon and the Earth condensed individually from the nebula that formed the solar system with the moon formed in orbit around the Earth. However, if the moon formed in the vicinity of Earth, it should have nearly the same composition. Leaving out, but it doesn't. So right. specifically it should possess a significant iron core, and it does not. Also, this hypothesis does not have a natural explanation for the extra baking. Now, I'm just curious. Okay, so uh-huh. the radiation, is that what they're considering baking? 
Yeah, that the surface millions been, of years of of radiation, radiation from the sun could certainly alter some things. Right. Um, and so that would be my only possible argument back to that. That what now? That that millions of years of radiation that whatever kind of changed the the chemical structure of whatever these moon. Well, rocks I think that that we NASA back. takes that stuff into consideration. Though, I don't would you think, think so. I mean, they're not, you know, these are supposedly the best scientists and astronomers in the world. Oh, yeah. Come here. Uh, just tell you, come here and ask your questions, Telly. Yeah, you can't be camera shy. You can't, you know, you just can't. we won't allow it. <laughs> come on. You're okay. This will be good. This is good. This is good podcast. It is. It is. Okay, go ahead. There's Stella. I got to get Stella a little closer there so people can say, hey, Stella, there you are. Good to see you, man. What if the Earth was not circular or flat? What else do you think it could be? I don't know, but like pear shaped. Maybe because like hexagonal, triangular. For a long time, like we've been saying, like it's flat or it's um, circular. Right. What if it's not flat or circular? Like a globe or simulation. I mean, I, I know I keep bringing that up, but simulation theory. That's a fun one too. Yes, it is. That's an interesting question there, Stelly. Well, I mean, it's possible. And, you know, people have the right, kind of like that video we're watching, people have the right to ask these questions. You know, some people are like, you can't even ask that question. Right. That book, uh, Who Made the Moon, lays out multiple arguments for why the moon is an artificial satellite. And I think that's interesting. We've gotten off our topic a little bit. Let's go back to these uh, pictures. Now, look at the satellites don't exist. I think that's kind of funny. Which bottom one? left, bottom left, uh, left, other left. Oh, there we go. Duh. Yeah, there you go. So pull that up. Can you read that? Yeah. Um, go to NASA's homepage, www.nasa.gov. Search for satellites. I quote NASA's department uh, description of a satellite. There are thousands of man-made satellites. Some take pictures of the planet and some take pictures of other planets, the sun and other objects. These pictures help scientists learn about the Earth and the solar system and the universe. Uh, Other satellites send TV signals and phone calls around the world. Now, two things come to mind. Number one, why can't a single one of these satellites, about 17,000 of them, take a real picture of the Earth? And number two... Why can't NASA show us a real photo of a satellite, uh, not even at their own homepage in the description of a satellite? And the answer to number one, I think we've already laid that out. They're too close to Earth. Right. They take images of the Earth, but when you're that close, the Earth is massive. Sure, and then, you know, they discuss the ones that go out further, and we were talking, it's like, why couldn't, you know, the Viking or Mm -hmm. any of these uh, extraplanetary satellites take Mm -hmm. photos? And it's because, you know, they're, they've got a destination, and they're backed with rocket fuel to go all the way to well, that you're destination. You're saying they were enclosed. They're in a rocket, yeah. They're not just, That's why they can't take a picture. Yeah, they're not set up for taking pictures yet. It's just like, you know, let's say the lunar mission. They had that the lunar module was, uh, or the, the lunar lander, the LEM, was enclosed. You couldn't enclosed. have taken pictures. Exactly. You know, and so it's a fragile thing, this satellite. Especially you. those satellites that have to go to Jupiter or whatever and take and, you know, like mm-hmm. the Voyager. So you're saying at some point, like Vikings separated from... And I'm guessing it was pretty close to where it needed to be. But we don't really know that. 
You're guessing. Well, I'm guessing just as much as we're guessing that the Earth is round. Yeah, I'd I guess. like to. I'd like to look into that a little bit. Because you know these things are made out of tin foil and, and plastic. You can't travel twenty thousand <laughs> miles an hour to Jupiter. Which is another instance. If they're really made, the asteroid belt. If they're made from tin foil, like you said, which they are. How do they get through the asteroid? Science tells us there's through a rocket. I think there are millions a of little micrometeors. Mm-hmm. That any one of them the size of a grain of sand will I've blow your head yeah. off. Which, yeah, that's interesting too. Because how long has the International Space Station been there? Right. And how come never, it's never been hit? Unless by because it's low orbit, and maybe things will move as or you're moving just as fast. Maybe if you're out maybe. of orbit. Maybe I if you're know. cutting through. Because if you're if you're moving twenty six thousand miles an hour, and so is a grain of sand, there's not much energy there to impact. You would Could have be. to you would have to stop mid orbit, and then that grain of sand would blast. Unless through. it was coming from a different direction, then you would have the mass, the force right. of two objects. That would be bad news. Yeah, I mean these are just things that I wonder about. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun kind of. You know, the Van Allen radiation belt. We don't need to redo Apollo because we've already been there. But the Van Allen radiation belt, science tells us they're even more dangerous than we thought. But (laughs) They're tooting me out well. Did we ever play that video of the NASA astronaut explaining that where he goes, did we move through the Van Allen radiation? Oh, I didn't know. Well, yeah, they never warned us about that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, I'm sure they didn't tell him because it was going to kill him. I think there was a large chance it could have killed him because they had. That's why you had to go from Cape Canaveral. Anyway, we don't need to go through. Nah, the, the, no, the, the moon thing because we're talking about flat Earth. So yeah. this point is, it is true. It is kind of weird to me that you don't see a lot of pictures of satellites are one of the most common things in today's technology. Satellite mm-hmm. technology. It's everywhere. There's seventeen thousand of them. You don't see pictures of them. Let me look up and see if I, I mean, can I find guess... an image of a satellite. I'm sure of seen them in a in a shop or something you know where they're being built but then again it's like why would you go up and take why would you spend that kind of money to send a, a camera up to take a picture of a satellite well, that but, but even one on there? earth that hadn't been sent yet oh yeah i mean that should be pretty i mean i'm looking found. here this is crazy look at all these pictures of satellites those are all illustrations every single one of them I mean, if there's 17,000, you would think that from time to time, I mean, these things are up there taking pictures. Why don't they take a picture of another one? I don't know. I'm not, you know, being conspiratorial. I'm just saying that's an illustration. That is not a photo. Pretty cool looking. Yeah. But yeah, it probably is because look at that giant hurricane that takes oh, you up know the entire I mean, you just look world. at it. Yeah. This is as bad as the Ukrainians claiming that ghost of kiev and they put video game footage up to show him firing at migs it all certainly does seem a little yeah look at all the, every one of them okay, is it is let's n- do this then being built i guess not that yeah <laughs> there's is Big. that one with the guys is that with the three scientists there that one that looks kind of real i mean that could be a telescope really for all we know yeah where the the pictures of uh what was the first big telescope they sent up was it hubble hubble pictures 
I don't know. It just is. seems and to that, me. Well, I think that is interesting. Why? Why are all of these animations? Animations. All of them. And I think this has been. By the way, if you're just listening to this episode, I'm sorry. This is a visual episode for sure. You're going to yeah, want to watch you, and look at some of the stuff we're talking about because it does. It, it, that is interesting, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you can just do a do a Google search. That too. Yeah. Uh, so here's Hubble in space. Huh. Another illustration. But, I mean, they're all illustrations. That Actually, one's definitely fake, huh, Stella? Here's one that looks real. It's hard to tell. And it's the same thing with those pictures we had of Earth. Those are all... I mean, I've seen interviews with the NASA, the NASA people that put those together, and they say, look, we have thousands of data points. We put them together to render... That's the term they use, an image... Of the Earth, so sure, and it's interesting too, you know. And I'll bring this up: a Samsung phone a couple years ago came out, and they advertised that you could take a picture of the Moon. Yeah. What they did, you couldn't actually zoom in close enough to the Moon. What it, what it was was they they took thousands of images of the Moon, and as you got closer, it was able to synthesize a version of the image of the Moon really? that we know. Yeah. It wasn't a real image. No. Why would they do that? Just so you get a cool picture of the moon. But they never told you it was contrived. Well, there's no cell phone on Earth that can zoom. There's not a telescope that you can really even zoom in and see the moon. No, I think they're relatively upfront with it. What do you mean there's no telescope that you can zoom in on the moon? Of course there's telescopes you can zoom well, in. That one, I thought that was one of your arguments that you couldn't uh, zoom in on the moon. Or there wasn't what? a telescope that you could look in and see the craters and stuff. Like of course the, there or, are. No, 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 I'm sorry. It was the flag. Or the oh yeah that you yeah of course you see the crate you yeah that I'm yeah I got mixed up but there. that was I don't even think I made that well no I did make that argument that Hubble not a telescope from Earth but a Hubble that can take a picture of the nebula galaxy four point five billion light years away why can't they just turn it and take a picture of where NASA landed on the moon. Or for that matter, why isn't Hubble taking pictures of Earth? Wouldn't that be like... Look, a million people have sent messages to NASA say, take a picture of Earth. Right. Hubble's far enough out. It should That's be able to take a picture. It would be like, you know, I, there's a hand in my front of my face, but I don't know what it is because I'm too close. I can't focus. No, but I think so I, if I could it's, be wrong. if it's far enough away at this point, I mean, but we're talking light years, that thing is, has to focus in and take an image of. And uh, and so, like I said, it's like I can see that there's a hand in front of my face, but I can't focus on it. Well, no, I understand that, but you're assuming that it's that close. You don't know. Oh, I, mean, I don't know how don't far know that it is. it's real. No, I no, exactly. I've never put my hands it's on just the so weird. Telescope. Some of this stuff, like that satellite, that is weird to me. That they're all. No, I'm definitely. Here's another. I'm definitely interested. That is weird. Why all, are all? Have you ever noticed cable TV satellites? They're all pointed in the south direction. They all, they're all pointed to the south. Now, I know the explanation for it yeah. is that the satellite that DirecTV uses is in what's called, I think it's a concentric orbit. So it's perfectly timed with the Earth to match the Earth's orbit so it always stays in the southern horizon. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I guess it'd have to be because otherwise those satellite 
dishes. You, know, you just get blips of reception. Right, 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 right. If it was a stationary thing, it would just be like. Yeah, and that's what flat earthers say is that satellites are nothing more than, if they're real, they're nothing more than like balloon type things that are just up in the upper atmosphere. They're not actually in outer space. Really? Yep. What? You know, and there are some crashed satellites too. There's some really? pictures of that. Yeah. I've seen them before. It's kind of weird. So what we've got some other flat yeah, earth see stuff. What we've got here. So scroll on down a little bit. So the uh this yeah, the one right there, the one your cursor's on. This one? Uh-huh. This this one here. Yeah. That's Oklahoma Bungie, isn't it? Oh, is it? Maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's one with an ice lake. Scroll down then. It should be under the FE. No, I guess not. So it's an ice lake. Yeah. Huh. We'll find it. It's here. And what is this ice well, lake? Well, this is a it's a one of the one of the oddest things that I found, and we talked about um this in the the Michigan Lake Michigan thing and the Chicago skyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. If you, that was an interesting picture. Can you send that to the drive real quick? Yeah. What they, what they, let me explain a little bit. Is if you're standing, say thirty miles across Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. uh, here's, I think that's. The curvature, there's a very simple mathematical formula that allows you to measure the curvature. So you're standing on a point of Earth here. The Earth curves. So the further something is away from you, the less visible that thing becomes because sure. it's hidden by the Earth. It's the same thing as a a ship disappearing over the oh, horizon, yeah. which is what started this thing with the you and thing. I. Well, even that, I think that started the, the entire idea of the world being uh, flat. Well, it is strange that a ship going over the horizon, I said to you, well, why does a ship disappear? And you said, well, it's the curvature of the Earth. I said, okay, well, then why do, is it that then when you bring a telephoto lens, the ship comes back into view. If it's the curvature of the Earth that is hiding the ship, a telephoto lens would not bring it back into view. Right. So. Because, I mean, like you said, it, there would be a physical obstruction in the way, which yeah, would be the curvature, the curvature of, the Earth. of the Earth. Right. So you can't see through that. Right, and the, the Lake Michigan, I can't remember the exact distance, but I think it's like 25 miles. And it is weird because you can go watch videos of ships going over the horizon, and they have these, the, the modern cameras are amazing, the telephoto lens. You know, they do magnification up to 50, 100 times. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, here's a ship comes right back into view, the whole thing. You would think at least a part of the, you know, half of the ship would be missing or something. So I don't know. I, I don't think the Earth is flat. I don't think 
that science has give us, given us really good answers to some of these things like that one. It's like, well, well and I think that? that's something that me and you, and I think a lot of people could prove on their own. Like you said, I mean, yeah, we need to go find a that's flat. A, go, go. I like you said with this picture with the Chicago skyline. I mean, if I could go over to Wisconsin and look across and see it, well, let me see if I can find that again. I can't, I just had it. I know we were just, that's what kind of sparked this whole thing. What was that? Chicago picture. skyline mirage because yeah. So what the weatherman claimed, there was a picture across Lake Michigan. When you do the, they knew the mileage. I mean, that's a given known. Yeah. So it's 30 miles away. So you do the calculation for the earth's curvature. Said so you should have only been able to see the top of the buildings. Well, instead, what you see is almost all of the buildings. So the explanation by the weatherman on this ABC report was that, I don't know why it doesn't show this, um, was that it was a mirage. My search engines are just <laughs> messed up. I think it's. Wow, I could throw it. I could throw it in post. We'll yeah. throw it in post. So, so th yeah, they said it's a mirage that somehow the the uh, skyline reflects onto the lake, and so it allows you to see the whole thing. But it's standing straight up. If it's a mirage, it should be backwards too. It to me, it doesn't make sense. Right. So I don't know. I can't explain it. Uh, I believe the mirage thing. Then yeah, maybe that's that's fine, but. It just seems bizarre. Yeah, that was one that I don't really have an explanation for that I, that I think could be easily... I mean, I, I, I'd love for if you and I... The problem is there's not much flat area where we live. We'd almost have to go to Kansas. I'll be in Kansas next week. Go, so man. I'll see what I could do. But even that's not that flat. Now, there are a lot of experiments, though, that you can see on YouTube where people have done like across distances that are known. Mm -hmm. They calculate what I've did with a laser, which I thought was kind of interesting because lasers shoot straight. Right. So they went across a, I think a 10 mile surface. Um, and I, I look, there's videos that say they prove the earth was flat. I've seen the, the, the only, same rebuttals to that very video. I think that one, and I don't know, this is a total guess. I think that one thing that maybe they don't consider in a lot of these experiments is gravity. I don't know what gravity's effect would have on a laser. Because light is, is susceptible well, gravity, to gravity. If gravity can't hold a helium balloon down, it certainly isn't going to affect. But over distance, that... that uh, 10 miles? But it gets weaker. That laser is going to get weaker, so I don't know if it. Again, I I'm would guessing. say unequivocally that gravity does not affect a laser over ten miles. Unequivocally, there's over no ten way. miles. Gravity um, is the weakest force that we know, other than the atomic weak force. But I mean, gravity. Think about it. Or even orbit. Do you think orbit could have anything uh, to do with that? Well, supposedly, if you're standing at a point on Earth and you're shining a laser, the other point that you're shining at is moving with you. So that, I mean, that's another point, flat earthers. Let's talk about the airplane thing real quick. See yeah. that top left? Uh, or, yeah, and, and or the helicopter. Because this is kind of weird to think about. If the earth is spinning at 67, so go ahead and put that one up. You just had it. Oh, you do want that one? I yeah. thought you were doing the helicopter one. Uh, either one, but start with this one. 
So airplanes climb to the desired altitude. They fly horizontally over a flat plane, according to one of these. That's why they're called airplanes. And I have talked, I've heard interviews with pilots that say, look, we set a course. Like, let's say you're flying from Springfield to Denver. They set a course, and they don't change the course. It's a flat course. They don't adjust for the curvature. And from Springfield to Denver, if you did the calculations on the amount of curvature, it's thousands and thousands of feet. You would think that the plane would have to go, have to adjust their course downward. Just if you can imagine a plane flying in a straight line, wouldn't it eventually just go out into but space? planes fly off of elevation from ground level. So if you're 5,000 feet around the world, you're going to be 5,000 feet on the other side of the world. Because, yeah, you might if you do fly straight, your altimeter is going to go up, which means that you... Oh, that you're climbing. Right, and so you adjust that. When you're flying a plane, you're constantly adjusting your your pitch and your and your uh, all that shit so that you mm -hmm. you continually stay at your altitude okay you don't because when you when you call in air traffic control you're saying i'm going this far this is my flight plane i'm flying at 8500 feet they expect you to be at 8500 feet because their radar doesn't no, right. show al altitude it just shows where you're at so it's really important when you're talking to flight traffic control that you mention your altitude and that you have to get permission to descent and ascent mm -hmm. and so that's what the air traffic control is essentially for. Here's another thing. Okay, I, I'll buy that. Here's another thing that's kind of weird when you think about it. If the Earth is spinning at 67 miles an hour, and let's, I don't remember which direction it spins. I think it spins. It's counterclockwise, isn't it? Yeah. So I was, I was thinking from right to left, which is counterclockwise. So if you're in Springfield, why not just go up and just kind of hover like the helicopter, hover and wait for Denver to spin around to you? Because, uh, let me think on that one. I'm guessing the same way that you or can't, the same way you can't jump up in the air and 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 be in a different spot when you land. You know, and you're why moving. Is that? You're moving with the same pace of the Earth, and these the Earth is spinning, and you're moving at the same exact speed. So when you jump up, you're going to jump right back down the same spot. Why would you be moving though? Because you are. It's not like you can sit still. Can you uh, avoid the spin of the Earth? You're on the Earth. You're going to be spinning it. Now, okay. Now, but if you're not on the Earth, right, if you're in so the air, you're not on the maybe, Earth. Maybe, but you're like not. Like, go to the helicopter. You're there. not moving. Hover for several hours, still land in the exact same spot. How is this possible? The Earth is spinning. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. Science, I think how it's explained your is that the atmosphere. Down, right? I think the way they explain it is that the atmosphere spins as well. Otherwise, this doesn't make sense. You see what I'm saying? I would say if you could... And if the atmosphere is spinning at 67,000 miles an hour, why isn't everything just destroyed and ripped up from the winds? And I think the... it's because it's all relative. You know, like I said, if you're, if you're on a rock going this, you know, like this... We don't notice the Earth is moving, but we know the Earth is moving because we're moving at the same speed. Same as when you, you know, if you... What do you mean we know that? As a matter of fact, one of the things, you can't feel the Earth spin ever. We never feel it. 
I'm trying to use the analogy here. Um, Why does the, the same way you don't feel like the only, if you're going 80 miles an hour in a car and you don't look out the window, you don't know you're going 80 miles an hour, but you're still going oh, 80 you miles you an the hour. The theory of relativity and relative yes. motion. Yes. Relative yeah. motion. So without stepping back and looking down on it, you don't know you're moving that fast. But I think same the, as looking out the window in a car. I think the theory of relativity would actually be the counter argument. Because everything's relative. So if you're I'd like the helicopter, if you're stationed nope. there, it's relative to the spinning of the earth. But and so it should be different. I don't know. It's just it's, it's just things like I said. I don't yeah, I'm yeah. not smart enough to understand this. Like you're artillery yeah. and bullet you know, an uh, mm. artillery shell, what they can go ten miles, twenty miles, right? Mm. They don't adjust for the earth's rotation. No, you couldn't really. Why couldn't you? If you knew well, how fast dude, it was going, dude, you'd have to be an MIT science. The, the calculations you'd well, have you to do. Well, you don't think now, those guys have those can. that science? Come on. Now man. they have the software to do it. But back in World War II, when they were really actually shooting, yeah, now but, you use missiles and you but, guide them where they're going. They when you're shooting like Big Bird, my up, point is they don't adjust for it. They just got lucky, I think. I don't know how <laughs> nah. do you how do you shoot something ten miles away? You you keep shooting and then you adjust. Nah, you keep shooting and you adjust. That's, you, that's how they did I mean, it in the Civil you, War. But even in well, in the Civil War. But if you look at why World War II, I mean those were uh, uh, those rail guns. Those, those, or the, no, uh, just artillery. I mean they didn't just kind of guess that things over here. They used uh, they didn't difficult comp mathematical computations. Maybe, but oh, absolutely. They, okay, they so they did it and they got this answer. Well, then they adjust it in their calculations, and then they fire again, and if they miss, but they I'm adjust saying, it. It's you just could, like long-range No, range I mean, I look, I've seen interviews with mm -hmm. artillery guys and snipers. Say, no, we never adjust for the spinning of the earth. I don't think they're adjusting for the spinning of the earth. I, think I know they're not. They that, don't. That's what I'm saying, though. They're shooting. They miss. They adjust off of that miss. You're wrong. That's how you're the making that do, up, bro. That, you're no, totally that's wrong. That's how snipers do it. They have the guy uh, looking downrange to the left. They adjust right. it to the left. Yeah, that's but what no, doing. my whole point is how they make the initial calculation. They guess. <laughs> they guess. You really think a sniper? I guess. think they no. I think You've they point it in the right into that direction, training, bro. It is incredibly I, difficult in mathematical. How they they ten adjust miles for, away. Look, they adjust for the wind. Mm -hmm. They adjust for the humidity. I'm talking a sniper shot at a thousand yards. They, sure, yeah. You have, there's two people. There's one. They dude adjust for just... the temperature. It's not like oh shoot over there and then oh move to the right. That first shot has to be close. My point. Look, I'm not making this an argument. I'm just saying that's the reality. You can't say they just guess. I think that I think they point it in the right direction. I, I, I just don't think that like especially in World War II when they had these rail guns that did shoot 10 miles and they're shooting me to London. They point those things in, in the London's direction and if they miss they adjust it off of that initial Think it, about it. Close artillery. You had guys say in the Battle of the Ardan Forest in the Battle of the Bulge, where they had a trench line and they would call in artillery on the German lines that was li literally 50 yards away. Mm -hmm. Now, they didn't like to do that because it wasn't exact. But, I mean, I've watched so many recounts of battles where these where the artillery saves their ass. Sure, yeah. It is amazing the pinpoint accuracy of these artillery. My, my only point is that the spinning of the earth doesn't affect artillery shells. At all. I, and I'm not saying it should. 
So it, I just don't think that they were. Oh, they are. They're that accurate. Go look. No, at I know work. that they're that accurate, but I, I don't know. I just I don't know whether it would affect. It's all an about, artillery shell over that mile of distance, or what level of effect to where you actually had to compensate. Well, if it for was it, spinning, they, if it if it's spinning at sixty-seven thousand miles an hour, which we agree that it is, um, sure it would affect the artillery shell unless the atmosphere and everything else in it was spinning as well. And, and I think that's, that's my point. But isn't that the case though? That it, it's all relative. So if you're shooting a a bullet over here, it's going to be the same over here. So it's right. It's not because it's spinning as well. Yeah. So it's not going to have right. that much of an effect. I'm it sure wouldn't have any now, later. That. Later, it's either got to have a little or none. There's no yeah. in between. The, a the spinning or a, of the Earth. You're saying, well, it doesn't have that much effect. My point is, well, either it affects it or it doesn't. And what I'm saying it doesn't. And the and the spinning globe. That's okay. I mean, mm-hmm. it it fits within the spinning globe that the atmosphere. And everything is moving, including the target. Obviously, the target's moving. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no question about that. It'd be like if we're here, the globe is spinning, we're, everything's moving, our target's here. I'm just saying things in the air. That's where it got kind of weird for me when I first started thinking about it. It's like the helicopter. Right. Yeah. Why isn't the Earth spinning underneath it? See what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Well, it would be, I guess it would be like... Uh... It has to be that the atmosphere as well. And that's right. If, let's assume, let's call the atmosphere water. And when you're swinging a water bottle around mm-hmm. or whatever, and you can see it continue to spin with your arm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're yeah. sitting there spinning something, it's it's also spinning. So I would think that that would sort of be the the atmosphere in that. Right. It's, it's a byproduct it's a weird, of the entire situation. Here's another thing that's always been weird to me. The atmosphere itself. Why isn't the atmosphere sucked out into the gravity, the vacuum of space? Space is supposedly a vacuum. Think of the massive vacuum power. They say if a like a guy jumps out of, you know, your blood would boil. You'd instantly just. Isn't that the density of the gases? I guess, and their gravitational. Pull? Well, the further you go up, the thinner the gases are in the atmosphere. Right. So why is it this very wherever this what I can't remember what the le- there's a level where you go from Earth's atmosphere to outer space? Right. How, how so the 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 answer is gravity holds the atmosphere yeah. down. To me, it's just it does seem a little weird that these light gases, ozone and whatever, that you know gravity can't hold a helium balloon down, but we're expected to believe it holds. These gases, but I think now. that I, I think that might be part of the answer is is that there's different, you know, oxygen and nitrogen are a heavier gas. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and they so, are. So that they're held, but the helium goes up to meet the helium's level, same as oil and water. Um, so at some level, a helium balloon. I think would stop. I would think, or at least. But that's never been shown in any experiment where they've sent balloons. They've sent balloons well, they into pop, outer space. But also, though, I think the doesn't the pressure or something fuck with a. It makes them expand because the pressure gets less. The further right, up right, you go, right, 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 right. there's you know pressure holds something in. As it gets less, it expands, I think the only way to right? really test that would be to somehow track a, a helium should, particle. Well, you should pull that uh, video of the Red Bull guy balloon. You ever seen that? No. Find that. Look, Red Bull balloon altitude or something like that 
This guy jumped. Yeah, there he is, second from the, yeah, right there. He, they took a balloon up to insane. I mean, he was out of our atmosphere, supposedly. Well, he couldn't have been because then he would float, right? There'd be no gravity. Right. Is Let's this watch a, this for a second. This it's kind of cool. He's yeah, he's in this little capsule. But it, remember, it's being held by a balloon. Here's a picture of it. Yeah. This is cool as shit, I think. <laughs> See, now there's the curvature of the Earth. Yeah. So, is Red Bull in on it? I'm not saying anything. I mean, maybe. Although, I don't think from where he's at altitude-wise that you could see that much curvature. There's no way. That's a fisheye lens. So, what... It's a fisheye lens. Okay. Which shows curve. Right. You know that, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's convex. Look there. It's look there. It's Do you curved. See the, I see it. But it's not at what the same it was before. That's my point. It's a different lens. But I think I think that's this not curved. That's flat. That one was a curve. That one for sure was a fisheye inside there. Yeah, but you didn't see the curve. I'm well. You it had sounds like I'm arguing though. for it's flat Earth. I'm not. I'm saying that's not the curve, natural curvature of the Earth you're seeing right there. That's from a fisheye lens. Now I there's no way you are He's, probably right. Okay, now you're wait a minute. Right. Stop for just a second. If that's the curvature of the Earth, mm -hmm. then satellites should be able to take pictures of the whole Earth. I mean, your point was your hands in front of your face. You can't tell what it was. This guy's not even near as far up as a satellite. See what I'm saying? Yeah, but he's not even close. Satellites are ten, right? Fifty but those miles satellites further. Don't have cameras on them. Oh bullshit! What are you talking about? They don't have mean? cameras. What do you, you can look at satellite photos all day long? Satellites they're don't satellite have simulations, cameras. though, aren't they? Not the photos. Where do you think we take pictures of Soviet missile sites? Those are oh, satellite yeah, yeah, photos. Yeah, 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 okay. Of course they have cameras. Right, right, Most right. of them were sent up specifically to take pictures. Right. If that's the I was thinking more of the of the, uh, of the the ones you send up for uh, television, tele but TV, radio. The original that, satellites shit, were all yeah. sent up to take pictures of Earth. Sure. So anyway, if that's curvature, which it's obviously not, because then satellites no, would I, be able to take I'm, pictures. I'm sure that this is a fisheye just because uh, because you want that photo. You want the picture of the Earth right. with the spaceship. Right. Because you're not going to be able to get that up close. You're not going to get the shot you so want. So let's take keep going on this because that's kind of cool. And then when you see that inside photo, look at it again. Look outside. See, to me, that looks... Yeah, but I think it's... Uh... I think I think all of this is camera play. Now that you meant, now that we're talking about, it, I think that, and that's the problem. Ninety percent of people look at that and say, "Oh, that's the curve." I mean, that's clearly a fish eye, dude. I I can't deny that. Now we just have a small window, so we don't get right. To see but the, you still see the line. It divides yeah. that hole perfectly in half. There's no curve there. Yeah, but you have you have you, you can, wouldn't see curve from this you, altitude. That's my point. One one could have a different focus point than the other fish eye lens. You still wouldn't be able to see curvature from this high up, I don't think. I think the Earth's too close. But, I mean, it could be wrong. It does seem very small. But I, That's that, and not. And again, I'm saying that this is... I'm it's fisheye. Both right. of these are fisheye. Yeah. Right, 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 right. This is just kind of cool, though. <laughs> I oh, love this look, shit. He's running out of oxygen. Look at the bottom right. It looks like you can see where the Earth is. It stopped. seems to have some 
depth to it a little bit. To me, these pictures are fascinating. See, if you look at the earth down below there, you can see like farmlands and shit. And if that's, there's no way you, I would guess if he's looking out, all he sees is earth. He's not seeing beyond that. He's not seeing the curve. Just like you can out of a plane. You know what I mean? You can't but see I, the curvature I of the earth have. out of a plane. That's the problem. I, that is something I have seen with my own eyes. You can't see the curvature oh, from 30,000 feet. I've seen it. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. When there's, I've seen it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Pull the video. I'm not talking about video because I don't, I, this is the problem with the curvature thing is because you can make any straight line look curved with a camera. Right. I, I can fool anybody. I'm and just say saying that any mathematically from 30,000 feet, 35, which is where most jet airliners cruising altitude, you're way too close to the earth to be able to see any curve. I've seen it. You can look, it's well, not, no, it's, it's not it's, great. It's, it's you've seen it. It's your perception, Russell. I mean, how many times no. have we talked? To, dude, I can. Come on, don't don't be so dotard that you can't believe mathematics and say, no. well, my eyes said it's true. No, just, dude, I'm telling you from 30,000 feet, you cannot see the curvature of the earth. I'm telling you. I, I, again, of course you've seen it. It's your perception. I Stella saw it. She saw it when she looked out the window. Because I said, hey, oh, some man. people believe this thing's flat. Look at that. She looks out the window. It's okay. curved. All right. Now, it's I, granted, I'll prove it's not, it to you mathematically. Okay, but... I mean, you can't have it both ways. I'm not a mathematician. Wait a minute. Here's your arguments. Your Mm -hmm. first argument was, oh, satellites can't see any curvature because it's too close. Now you're telling me I can see the curvature from the plane. Those two arguments completely. My eyes are not a Hubble telescope. I can't see light years away. I'm not talking a Hubble telescope. I'm talking. Stop. I'm talking a satellite taking a picture of the okay. Earth. You said the Earth was too close. For those you, satellites. Not all satellites. Any satellite. Any I, Okay, here's the thing, though. I, any satellite. You have to build a camera to focus on whatever you want to focus on. Now, if you want to build a satellite to focus on seeing the Earth from uh, suborbital, uh, excuse me, orbital, orbit, whatever it is, uh, you can make it see that. So you're saying that Soviets science, so- in all their years, they've never built a satellite to take a picture of the Earth that shows the curvature. I'm sure they. I'm sure they have. Or, but, well, but there's not again, one picture on the internet. Would that, here's the thing: like the Soviet things you're talking about, right? They're meant to focus in miles and miles and miles from one particular orbit. Now, sure, you could build a satellite. Maybe there is. I don't know. You're saying that there's no photos ever that you nope. would believe whatsoever that show no, any curvature. I believe it. On, they're just the not there. The what only photo of the Earth is that one, that moonrise. The Earthrise? Yeah. They're not there. I might, that's my whole question. Why don't we have thousands and thousands of pictures of my, the Earth? Again, like I, I think and, it's, and NASA's explanation. I'll give you NASA's explanation. We're so close that we can only see chunks. We can't see the whole Earth. I, and that was your explanation. Yeah, with yeah, the head. Yeah. I totally agree with that. But if that's true, you can't fucking see I, the curvature from a plane. I think you have to. I think see you what have I'm to, saying? No, I don't because I think you have to build a. a I you, I can see because my eyes are. If you want to see the curvature, my of the Earth, line <laughs> you have to build a camera that is the the amount of focus you have to have in and out to to see depending on what you want to do with that. 
uh, you had to build a specific okay, so, camera to see the so curvature now of the your earth. your argument is that they haven't used the right focus or camera. I think if they sent up just a fucking uh, a digital camera, you could probably get it. But this, there's no reason to do that. It takes a lot of money to send something up in a satellite. You can't see the curvature of the Earth from your airplane seat. I mean, here it's, I, you know. I don't know. People I, believe they can. I can see that it's right here. I can, because it looks like, I'm to explain to you, it's perception. I've looked at airplane. Yes, it does look curved. Mm. I agree. My point, well, actually, when you look at a plane, the horizon always comes to eye level. You ever notice that? Uh, the horizon, when you look at a plane, the horizon, which is the edge of where you can see, where the sky meets your, it's always at your eye level. It's always at your eye. And believe me, I've flown, studying this shit, I flew to Iraq. I look, it's always at the eye level. No matter what altitude you're at, the horizon is always at eye level. And you would think as you go up, the horizon would drop. But it doesn't. It's always at eye level. I, even if you, so if you're saying if you took a Sharpie and took a mark on the window of a plane, right, it would never right change? Here. That's correct. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can look it up. Horizon's always at eye level in a plane. I know this shit will blow your mind, brother. Well, I'm wondering <laughs> how that applies to like a gimbal, you know, where it's always, I mean, not, I guess not really. I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I mean, here's flying on Concorde. Looking out the window, one could make out the gradual curve. It's not more evident viewed from the inside. Of course, today there's no real way to test this. No, you can't see the curve. Flying on an airplane, I can see the curvature there. You are incorrect. Any commercial pilot will tell you you cannot see the curvature from a cruising altitude. It says the Earth does not appear curved until you get above 60,000 feet. Look it up. Planes cruise at 40,000 log. Uh, does not matter. So they're saying it's 60,000. I'm just saying it's mathematically. When you know the size of the Earth, and you can math, you know, math is pretty advanced. They, can, they know how far the eyes go. It looks like you see the curve. That's my point. It's perception. And that's why this shit's so hard well, to even get into. Yeah, so so you're disproving perception when you mathematically... Like, that's the thing I don't understand. It's like, I'm, yeah, you're telling I me am I'm seeing something because I'm not? It's like optical illusions, which we've talked about before, mm -hmm. how our perceptions fool us all the time. Sure. Where we think we see one thing, but then it turns around... And it's something different. I mean, our sense, I mean, this goes back to Rene Descartes and early philosophers who realized that our perceptions aren't always true. You know, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, a lot of times you see shit. Sure. And, I mean, and also, you know, they say, like, across the board, an eyewitness account of any crime is right. incredibly unreliable. Exactly. exactly. So I, su I suppose I see that argument a little bit now. Um, however, you're... You've got to do a lot of fucking proving to disprove someone's eyewitness account. Let's see? I know. It's like these pic. Look, I said to you those pictures of Earth, 99% mm -hmm. of the people that see those goes, wow, there's NASA took pictures of the Earth. Where we know, and NASA admits freely, their simulations based on satellite photographs or whatever. Yeah, satellite or uh, NASA mission photographs. ISS is what I was thinking of that they stitch together because the ISS, same as Samsung does with those moon pictures. Yeah. I was telling you. It's the same thing. Well, but they're real photos. The same I, as the moon. It's ISS all real photos. Takes, right. It takes real, right. 
Real just, photos, and then they, okay, this was longitude, da, da, then they stitch mm-hmm. it together. Yep, right? yep. I just, Mike, I go back to, I wish, I wish NASA would give us, somebody would give us some more pictures of the Earth, because I think it'd be cool to see, don't you? Real pictures of the Earth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> well, and ah. t- too, it's like. Maybe they can't do it. I don't know. I don't I'm, know enough uh, about it. You know, it. It's, they take pictures of Saturn, Jupiter, Mars. The I'm just moon. trying to think of the money aspect of it. Like it's like you, what we need is a we need Elon to go up there and take a picture yeah. because there's no reason for NASA to do it. They got the Earth rise. As soon as they got that, there's no reason uh, for them to go and find another picture. So they've the taken what forty thousand pictures of the Moon, but one of Earth. The planet we live on—it just seems ridiculous to me. I mean, they've we got know what it looks like. Ten thousand picture. pictures of Saturn, Jupiter. Oh, we know what it looks like. Well, we know how well that works. We just <laughs> yeah. talked about perception. <laughs> I mean, to me, it just seems silly. Oh, Why yeah. don't we have more? I, this is the planet we live on. Of all the planets that we have photos of, the number one should be Earth. Yeah, I don't know. That's. So we'll have to leave it at there, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just keep that was a in. fun argument. It was, dude, Debate, I, I though. I liked it. it. I enjoyed it. It's fun. fun. We'll do it again. I'm still not a flat earther, but, hey, I have questions. That's uh, yeah. it. Yeah, and, you know, I, I'm not convinced, really, but there are shit. There's, stuff there's I can't some shit explain. that I raised questions in your mind, too, right? Next one on the plane, I'm going to try and figure out yeah. how I'm not seeing it or make myself why not are you see seeing the curvature right right and and think about that horizon always comes to eye level because when i first well, read that i'm too, like it's like couldn't any of this what do you mean by eye level because that part kind of right here eye level when you look know, out the like, window the horizon that line so I, is even with your eye it's not lower and it's not so high you don't have just to, to close look. my eyes and open them the horizon's right there it's every never time. every time it's yeah. never higher and it's never lower, no matter what altitude you're at. Hmm. I know it's kind of strange. I don't really understand that because I would think that as you go up, I would think the horizon would move down. I would think. But it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, you look like right here. Uh, let's just look that one up here. Why does the horizon, horizon eye level... In plane. Ah, doesn't even. Yeah, it's pretty specific. Why is the horizon eye level even 30 kilometers above? Okay, yeah, this, this is a Quora, which I don't really put stock in Quora answers, but... Uh, I just want to see. It'd be interesting what it says. Gosh. I truly hate my... So it says, the true horizon is always at eye level because Earth isn't curving. This can be proven through a marriage I captured at Bach Island from Beaver Tail Lighthouse. 20 miles away. The horizon is supposed to be 7 miles away. I think that's a flat Earth. I work at Asena, and recently our team, like many teams around the world, moved to remote work. I've experienced firsthand. I was, sorry. Yeah, these are pictures of the horizon being at eye level. Yeah, I mean, I guess 
I think it'd be hard to take a picture of what we're trying to explain, wouldn't it? Yeah, and just see a picture outside of a plane window. I mean, there's a million of those, and you see the horizon cuts that plane window in half if yeah. your eyes are right there. It never falls. I mean, I'm just, you would think it would fall and rise, and it doesn't. I don't know why. Probably, Perception. I think it's just because the earth is so big that, once again, 30,000 feet is not enough to change your perception. So this, right. if, if Earth is a sphere, why does the horizon always stay at eye level when you gain altitude? Hmm. Interesting. And, yeah, I don't know. It says, Ella, it doesn't. As you gain altitude, the horizon is further from you. Your gaze, therefore, must move to a new point. As the distance are far to make the angle swing, you may have noticed it poorly. There would be no horizon. You're like you use a telescope in New York City to see Ireland. That's an interesting All right. I think we beat this horse. Kind of fun. Yep. Yeah, it was fun. All questions, right. questions. See you yep. next time. Sounds good, man. Bye, folks. Folks.